0: Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Buy to let landlords could have and probably should have built 3 million council homes. What am I talking about? Well, that is a report in The Guardian recently that's been written by the renters reform coalition campaign group. The renters reform coalition campaign group would probably be a little bit biased around how they've written a report. Um, I've had a read of this. I think it's a, it would be a bit of fun and also a serious note to read through this with you. So if you want to see the whole article, it was in the Guardian, and it actually says vast growth in value of, in, of England rentals since 1990 would have built 3 million council homes. So basically, the Renters Reform Coalition group are saying that buy-to-let landlords could have... And Probably should have built three million council homes since the 1990s to solve the housing crisis Well, why did the government not build three million council homes since the 1990s? So let's see if what the facts of this report are let's see where they got their data from and let's see if they're correct or not Um, so This is an exclusive, by the way. Private rentals have grown 400 billion in value, making a mockery of landlords' demands for tax cuts, say campaigners. Well, first of all, it is 2023. Mathematical genius here. 33 years. My favourite number. Been an Irish guy. 33 years since the 1990. Since 1990. Now, houses might have risen 400 billion. Most buy-to-let landlords that I know were not investing in the 1990s. They weren't even investing in the year 2000. Many of the money started investing in the last three, four, five, six, ten, ten years. So homes might have grown in value by 400 billion since the 90s, but many of the homes bought by buy-to-let investors were, were stuff that was run down, empty properties. Many of it is stuff that was bought from somebody who else who sold it. So the value wasn't buy to let landlords increase in value, because much of that money and many of that money would have gone to families selling inherited properties, families selling off um, stock, Uh, a home that they no longer wanted, or they moved home to another area, whatever it may be. So actually, that 400 billion of growth, number one, did not go to investors. A lot of that money could have gone to normal family homeowners. So straight away, the exclusive headline is inaccurate and incorrect. Let's go a bit deeper though. So private landlords in England have made enough money from rising house prices in the last three decades to build at least three million council homes, research suggests. Let's look at the research. Owners of private rental properties have seen their assets grow in value by 400 billion since 1990. So what they've done straight away is they've looked at the value of rental properties today versus the value of rental properties in the 1990s. Now, the value of rental properties today shouldn't be looked at versus the value of that house in the 1990s because what should it be looked at it should be looked at the value today versus the value when the buy to let investor bought it the value today versus the price they paid for it minus what they've spent on it improving it adding value to it why have they not written a report saying the value of uk housing housing in total today versus the price of value of houses in the 1990s because many people not only buy to let investors but all homeowners have had their values go up too So it's a little bit um, one-sided by the Renters Reform Coalition Campaign Group. I love that name. So, equivalent to the amount needed to build more than 50 times the number of council homes that were actually built in England. So what we could say is every home in the UK has gone up this much money and it's the equivalent to build that. We could say that the government have wasted 400 billion, the government have wasted 400 billion, right, on a app, for the pandemic that never worked. And that could have built all the council homes that were needed in the UK. They could say that the government have printed trillions of pounds and all of that money in- If you love
1: to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consulting. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started.
0: Instead of giving it on free money to people for various different things over the last few years, they could have built the council homes that were needed but no, let's focus on landlords. By the way, if you've got any comments on this, if you've got an opinion on this, then put it in the comments. Let us know in the comments, let us know in the chat, what's your opinion on this? Are landlords responsible for the housing crisis or are the government somewhat responsible for the crisis? The windfall calculation commissioned by the Renters Reform Coalition Campaign Group, still love that name, and based on Office of National Statistics data, comes as landlords demand tax cuts to help ease the impact of rising interest rates. The National Residential Landlords Association said that many landlords simply cannot afford to soak up rising costs and will have to sell up or raise rents. Um, Homeowners have had mortgage costs go up, landlords have had mortgage costs go up all landlords sell there will be less rental stock available if there is less rental stock available there will be more people looking for less stock which will push rents up how do you reduce rents what you do is you increase the amount of stock the government need to provide incentives to landlords to invest in more properties, to build more properties, to convert empty, rundown properties into use. Right across this country, there is hundreds of thousands of empty, empty c- properties, empty properties belonging to the council, empty homes registers across the country and these properties are left there to sit, to rot and decay away. Why are they not doing what Italy does, which is give them to people for a pound to get them to spend money on them to bring them back into use and solve the housing crisis? Why don't they do that? No, they would prefer to get developers to build the properties, why? Because maybe the developer is putting money in the coffers of the government. Maybe the developer is sponsoring and funding the government's election campaigns. And I'm not just talking the government. I'm talking the parties trying to get into government as well. They all have you look at their books. They've got developers funding them. Help to buy is not the answer because that true name is help to sell. Help the developer sell an overinflated property. Why don't they allow normal people the opportunity to solve their own housing crisis by giving them properties for a pound on the condition they spend money to bring them back into use. These empty dilapidated buildings that you are walking by in your town every single day. One simple reason, no stamp duty, no kickback from the developers. Let me know your thoughts below this video. But the answer will never be to painfully attacks landlords, push them all out of the industry. If you get rid of the landlords without the government having a plan, you have got a major 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 housing crisis. and this is part of the reason we have the housing crisis because by the way, we've been beating landlords up now as a country, as a government for over 10 years. And all that's done is force a bigger and bigger and bigger problem. Why? because nobody's looking at the root cause which is government incentives to increase the number of houses. All we're doing is reducing the number. The growth in capital values means landlords in London with five properties owned since 2013 have met 655,000 without even accounting for profits from rent. Yeah. Possibly that is true if they owned five properties, but I don't know that many landlords in London who own five properties. In fact, there's 2.2 million landlords in the UK and over 2 million of them own one house, one property. They are people that bought a property as a secondary income. They bought it instead of a pension plan. Why? Because the government's pension plan ain't worth its salt. So what they've done is they've got a job and they've bought a property on the side to have that as their pension plan so if it's gone up 655 grand five houses have gone up 655 grand in total what that actually means is one house has gone up just over a hundred grand well a hundred grand since 2013 is not a big increase towards your pension remember most landlords own a job as well very few are professional full-time property investors very few of them Why? Because most landlords are uneducated. Most landlords are trying to do it alone. Most landlords have read a book or heard something online and decided to do a buy to let. Or they inherited a house accidentally from great uncle Bob and now what they've got is a property that they rent out as a retirement plan. But let's beat up the poor person with a retirement plan. They got no pension plan. Their property is the retirement plan. Why don't we focus on solving the housing crisis instead of beating up the poor person who's got one house and trying to survive in a high interest rate environment where their tenant is paying less than the mortgage. And by the way, if a tenant is paying less than the mortgage, that landlord has got no choice but to sell up. If they sell up, that tenant loses their home. That's not solving the problem, by the way. Not solving the problem. Fewer than 54,000 council homes have been built in England since 1990, official figures show. Right, that's a landlord's fault. That is not a landlord's fault. Since the 1990s fewer than 54,000 council homes have been built. That is a government fault. That is the government not building them. Let me, right, 400 billion is the increase in private landlord's properties supposedly, but that's not the increase. Because that's what it's worth today versus what it was worth in the 90s, not what the landlord made. But I tell you what, I know what is official data. Official data is the government have spent way more than 400 million in the last few months alone on stuff that doesn't work, right? When they could have invested in council homes. Think about the government's plan any time. Right now with asylum seekers, with people coming into the country illegally, they put them on a barge. They put them on a barge because they they've filled all the hotels in the country, so they've stuck them on a barge. And they don't think this through, so they spend millions, millions and millions and millions on two ships. And then without ever asking the ports, the docks around the UK if they'd allow the ships to dock there. So now they've got two ships that they can't put asylum seekers onto because there's nowhere to park the damn ship. Think it through Rishi and whoever comes into power next. 54,000 homes by the way, yes fewer than 54,000 have been built. but. All of the money you are wasting in the government could have incentivized and built way more homes than that. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of homes are sitting empty right now because they need refurbishment. The government ain't refurbishing them. I just bought a cinema. It's from the council an old empty run-down dilapidated cinema from the council, the council owned it for over 15 years, the council didn't do anything with it, I've applied for planning, we're going to convert it into 21 apartments, 7 offices and a gym, we're going to have a gym for the local residents, we're going to have 21 apartments for people in the area to either purchase as first time buyers or rent off us. Either way, what's that going to do? That is going to reduce the rents in the local area. Adding 21 properties into the rental market is not going to increase local rents. It's going to reduce local rents more supply it's supply and demand more supply will reduce the rents the problem is the government are squeezing the supply they're not building enough they're pushing out landlords they don't if they push out the landlords without a plan to build enough we have got a major problem coming this is why there's going to be increased homelessness and everything else this country needs private landlords but they need the government to wake up and the people to wake up to the fact that the government are not helping them they need the people to wake up to the fact that private landlords are needed to solve the housing crisis and the government need to incentivize the fixing of this problem and create more supply of property not reduce the supply let me know in the comments what your thoughts are by the way right do you agree or disagree and if you disagree are you disagreeing because you're listening to this sort of rubbish and you are listening to this as if it's factual data or are you agreeing because you got a different point let me know what else do we got in here Last week, the Office of National Statistics revealed that 43% of renters in Great Britain were finding it difficult to afford their rental payments. Yes, because of supply and demand, because there's less supply available, interest rates go up. If the landlord needs to put rents up, milk's gone up, bread's gone up, cheese has gone up, petrol's gone up. Is that all the landlord's fault as well? No, that is a badly run country's fault. That's an inflationary fault. That is the problems with the policies of this country country it is not a landlord's fault that stuff is going up because everything has gone up it's called inflation why don't they increase the wages Here's why they have a catch-22. Increase the wages, you increase the inflation even more, and then it spirals out of control. Yet, all the time, there's empty property sitting there that could be brought back into use. And by the way, it would also provide jobs for people to do the refurbishments, to do and and to sell the carpets and to pay for the paint. It would stimulate the economy if they could invest into the economy. What else have we got in here though? There's loads, by the way. You should you should have a read of this. It's in the Guardian. Half of English private residential landlords have owned a home since at least 2010. So you're giving us data from 20- 1990, telling people that the properties have gone up 400 billion since 1990. And then later on in the report, you say that half people have owned them since 2010. So then that means if only half have owned them since 2010, you need to immediately slash your, your uplift in value from 400 billion, right? You cut it in half. At least minimum, actually, no, you've got to cut in two-thirds. Because 20 years from 1990 to 2010, 20 years of the growth is not here. Only 10 years is. So why don't you half your growth and say, of which that means is, if it's a 400 billion increase, take away two-thirds of that 400 billion increase. Because two-thirds of the time, half the landlords didn't own their homes. Um, Anyway, I'm on one today. During that time, the average privately rental home has increased in value by 41% delivering the owner 76,000 in capital gains on top of profits from rent. Yeah, and what about capital gains tax? What about all the money that needs to go to the government? Now, why did the government want growth? I wonder. See, 41% increase in the value in rental, right? But at the same time, money has devalued by more than 41%. So inflation has been more... Pound cost averaged inflation over the last 13 years, inflation has gone up more than 41%. The value of money is devalued more than 41%. So have they really increased 41% rentals? No, because everything else, rents went up 41% since 2010. Butter went up hundred percent, cheese went up three hundred percent, etc., etc. So rents haven't gone up in line with everything else. Rents have been lower than everything else. Is that what they're saying here? That's not what they wrote. Um, however, the, delivering the owner seventy-six k in capital gain. Well, not necessarily because there's all of the tax. Now let's come back to the government. Why would the government want? Increased house prices. Why in lockdown were they worried about a drop in property prices? That they removed stamp duty to keep the property market stimulated, etc. Why was it that they printed money to try and push the, ca- the the property market up? Very simple. Because if there is capital growth number one they get every sale they get stamp duty number two is every sale they get capital gains tax payments and number three if that property value goes up when you die they hit you going out the door with your inheritance tax as well the death tax you see the government actually require how higher house prices to get tax tax and tax off you, the investor, does not make the money that this renters reform coalition group say they get because most of this money comes back to one simple fact: the government have a requirement and a policy to push prices up because that brings in more money to their coffers. But at the same time, they understand that the masses, they want them voting for them. So they beat up the landlords to try and get them vote in, but knowing that behind it all is their agenda, their hidden agenda, which has always come back to one thing, tax, tax, tax tax. You need to wake up if you are watching this to the reality. Stop beating on the landlord and maybe it's time we started to make the government change their policies and incentivize growth, incentivize the building of more properties, incentivize more rental stock available and uh, that will bring rents down. Let me know in the comments your thoughts. That's my comments. This is absolute bull, rubbish, whatever you wanna call it. This needs changing and those type of reports going out into the public, making people think that landlords are responsible for the rise in costs where they normal people who by the way are not taught financial education in school do not understand about inflation. They do not necessarily understand about supply and demand but what they do is they are hidden in what's supposedly a democratic country a democratic country with laws that seem a little bit less democratic where the media are controlled by the government where the message that comes out is controlled more than ever before and makes people believe but believe the message that they're hearing from the mass media that's not necessarily always true. I mean, if you can get normal people to stand one metre apart before they walk into ASDA during a pandemic and then go into the shop yeah and touch the same shit everybody else is touching maybe they can also get them to listen to crap media articles so that they vote the very same people all of the time that are creating the problem this country needs change and reducing rental stock will only magnify the problem that's my thoughts Hope you have found it valuable. Let me know in the comments what your thoughts are. If you want to know how to help solve the housing crisis, if you want to learn how you could take empty, run-down properties back into use and start to provide more accommodation to solve the local problem in rental in your area, there's a completely free report. It's in the pinned comments. It's in the description. Go download it right now and you could be the solution to the local housing crisis because I'll tell you what, the government ain't solving it for you. I've been Kevin McDonald. you've been amazing. I'm going to see you next time. Make sure you like, subscribe and hit that notification bell. If you like this content, check out some more here and I'll see you soon.